and welcome to yet another pub snack size edition of Diz After Dark. I'm Nick. I'm Paul D. I'm Paul W. And I'm Chris. Yes. And uh, again, this is our results um, little show that we do. So um, I think we'll kick off with the results of the last set of, of um, results before kicking off into the new ones. Am I, am I right in thinking this is the last one? This is the last of... Uh, no, this is the second to the last of the rounds. Oh, right, okay. Okay, so we've got another round after this one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Right, so... Um, uh, the winners of... We have three go... Four go through, don't we? we so do, yeah. we had uh, Disney's Boardwalk Villas, uh, Disney's Wilderness Lodge, Disney's Beach Club Resort, and just nicking it, Disney's Pop Century Resort, which obviously makes me happy bunny. So, uh, so that's it. That's that's who's got through to the final. Um, right, how do we play this? Should we just should we just kick straight off with the, the results for this week? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Okay. So, um, what have we got? What have we got? What have we got? What have we got? We have uh, Disney's Contemporary Resort. Good one. Uh, Disney's Beach Club Villas. Uh, the villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, uh, and Disney's Old Key West Resort. Nice. Does anyone have a preference of where we start? No. No. Not really. Start from the top. Contemporary. Fine. Well, let's go with the classics of the contemporary. So, the the question that's always asked when we start this segment off is, uh, and we mentioned the result, is has anyone stayed there? Yes. Just a one. Yeah, visited, yeah, visited it many times, but never stayed there. By the way, I just I just realised I'm just about to have a drink, so I forgot that bit as well. So before we go into uh, to your stay at the the contemporary, who's drinking? I got a Tiger beer in honour of Jungle Book this weekend. Ooh. Plus we plus we just had an Indian takeaway, so it seemed right <laughs> to have a Chinese <laughs> beer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Chris. Uh, I'm just on the Rosie Lee this uh, this week. Rosie Lee, um, Mr. Washington. Uh, nothing tonight. No. As I'm as I'm away from uh, from the mouse's head. Yes, yes. If you can't if you can't work out, there's a bit of background noise uh, from the man I dub P Dubs because he's on a coach heading yeah. up to north. Yeah. To where, uh, to where the Malabies come from. <laughs> Not quite that far. <laughs> no, no, no. no I wouldn't want to go that far. The, the deepest, darkest north that is, you're <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, shouldn't um, you be drowning your sorrows, though, Paul? Uh, yeah, I wish I could. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to be drowning your sorrows on a coach. No. I, uh, oh, I, I'm drinking um, my usual soft tipple of Pepsi Max Cherry, which I'm... Like a like a teenager, uh, sorry, yeah, like a teenager at the park, thinking it's white lining, and I'm drinking straight from the bottle. And the reason why is because nobody in this house drinks it except me. So I feel that I'm entitled <laughs> to speak from a bottle like a dirty rotter. So screw the lot of you. Um, but drowning, I, I, to be honest, I think I drowned enough sorrows for you, Paul. On um, on Wednesday, I was at a work yeah. excursion, and. Uh, I, I, I thought I'd be respectable, like Mel and Kim, and leave at a slightly reasonable time of midnight, but we only made it as far back as the hotel bar, and um, 
colleague that I work with who was staying at the same hotel wanted to network um, with the big wigs that were in the hotel bar with us and I left her at 20 past three she got to bed at four I literally I had to get back uh, we, had, we had to start half past eight the next day full day conference and I got down to the breakfast um, area at quarter past eight sorry no sorry at ten past eight had two plates of full English breakfast and was out by 20 past eight I've never eaten so quickly in my life it was horrible and I hope no one actually knew me that was watching me do it because it was, it was just the worst but uh, yeah that whole day I felt like poo so not not my best effort I've got to what, say what Winnie <laughs> yeah. Being slightly, slightly winning, yeah. <laughs> that there. So let us um, let us hear about your stay at the Contemporary. If that's okay. Um, yeah, it, it was good. Um, I, I, the only problem I had with it was out of all the resorts I've stayed in, I found this one not dirty, but just just slightly a bit bit dusty, bit tired inside the rooms. Wow. Okay. They weren't as clean. As I as they I think they should have been. Yeah, for the, for was, like the money in that. Yeah, it was quite funny because I remember saying to my other half, um, we was there when they announced that George Calagridis was going to be the new Walt Disney World president or whatever he's called, and he supposedly started off as a cleaner in the contemporary. <laughs> so I said to my partner, I said, I hope he comes back here and sorts the cleaning out because it's something that needs doing. <laughs> Um, but no, other than that, I mean, you cannot be the location. I mean, that is just the best location going. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, it's one of its main selling points, surely. Mm. Really, yeah. just exactly where it is. Um, and it's one of the originals, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Um, this, I mean, the, the, I think the, the other problem it might have, just to dwell on the negative for a bit, was there's not as much going on there, I think, than perhaps the other resorts it's a bit it's a bit uh, empty it's a bit uh, a bit sprawling okay it's it's not fun the small f like say beach club is or the boardwalk or, or you know everything sort of it's sort of got lots of empty floors and it seems to be more I don't know perhaps it's more geared towards couples and adults and things hmm yeah, there's a lot of space in it, isn't it? It's that nineteen eighties version of the future, isn't it? You've got the yeah. big concourses where the monorails come in. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably you know. the most. Uh, well, not, I, I don't know. Uh, it's probably, I was going to say it's the most um, uh, impressive thing that it's got is the monorail going right the way through it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I actually think that the building itself um, it is quite an interesting-looking building. Yeah, mm. isn't it? I've never really seen a building like it. But inside, it's a little bit... It, it reminds me... I don't know why, but it reminds me a little bit of, like, an aircraft hangar. Yeah. I think just because it's so massive, because it's so wide. It's, it's that international style of architecture from the 60s, this sort of large, straight-edged, concrete sort of construction. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a weird kind of resort. I'm not sure... It is for... It is for where it is, because I think, you know, the theme of it, I think, suits Epcot better, you know, that city of tomorrow. So to me, the contemporary, obviously Epcot wasn't open when they opened 
you know, the, the original Magic Kingdom, but it would sit better um, near Epcot and being fed from the monorail uh, between Epcot, I think. It's kind of, it, it's in that line, isn't it, with Tomorrowland, and I think that was the thinking behind where they put it. Because mm. Space Mountain's literally right behind it, isn't it? That's right, yeah. Mm. That, yeah, that is true, actually. Um, and it's got a very famous, um, I think it's very famous, um, mosaic designed by Mary Blair. Who That's right, most... Tony's wife. <laughs> Indeed. What about the Pink Doherty? Yeah. Just about that, that photo that's been doing the rounds. Um, which, I mean, he, you know, I would say most Disney fans know the name Mary Blair, and if you don't know her name, you, you certainly know her work and her style, because it's pretty synonymous with with Disney, isn't it? Whether it's A Small World or um, Alice in Wonderland, the, the animated film, um, the Tiki Room. She's, she's had lots of uh, fingers in pies when it comes to Disney. Um I just said the Tiki Room I'm, I'm pretty sure the Tiki Room was her work as well but I might have made that up but the first two were definitely true and it's not like us to get facts wrong but, <laughs> um, but I mean it's massive isn't it that that mosaic I don't actually know how tall it is but I mean oh, it takes up the whole of bloody the, big. the atrium yeah, yeah it's as tall as the, the building mm. um, and I mean the other thing as well which we, we have talked about on this show before is um, some of the restaurants that you find uh, in there, so um, it houses the the Walt Disney World version of Cafe Mickey, which we of course have um, at Disneyland Paris in the um, village. I think about that for a second. Um, well, which I suppose is different actually, because you don't actually you, need, you don't need a, you don't need a park ticket to go to the Contemporary, do you? No. no. No, no, you can yeah. just go to the Contemporary if you want to go yeah. for breakfast at Chef Mickey's. Yeah, because I was going to say, because that's the thing with the, with the the Cafe Mickey's in Disneyland Paris, is the fact that you don't actually need to be to have a park ticket to go there for a character dining experience. But, uh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um, and, uh, you know, for me, the most famous restaurant, the California Grill, which used to be called the Top of the World, I believe. What's yeah. Top of the World? Yeah. yeah. It was. Um, and, um, yeah, had fantastic meal in there has the um, private viewing deck to watch Wishes and um, yeah I, I highly recommend that myself um, has anyone else been to California Grill? yep 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 been there a couple of times in fact you mentioned the the deck there for viewing Wishes Nick mm. but I think it was about two or three two years ago maybe when they refurbished the California Grill they actually opened up a second deck on the other side, oh, so right. there's no there's no two decks, and they pipe in the music. Um, you get a kind of sideways view of the fireworks, as you know, but yeah. um, it's a spectacular view looking across um, the lake, you know, to the Grand Floridian, the park, and of course you can see the water pageant there, the electrical water pageant. Okay. Um, get a pretty good view from there. That's what I like, actually. It's the little details you, you kind of picked up on that there. And it's the fact that they pipe in the music for Wishes. But, you know, when we say they pipe in the music, they pipe in with the delay. Because, obviously, sound uh, doesn't travel at the same speed as, as light. And so, if they didn't kind of stutter it a bit, then you'd actually have a bit more of a... Um, 
delay in the sound it wouldn't match up with the fireworks mm. but they've they've kind of made sure that the music perfectly matches the fireworks by the time you see them so you know it, it's just those little things but um, yeah and has anyone been to the wave yeah that's one of my favourites for breakfast oh really yeah so what's that like that's a that's a newer restaurant isn't it yeah, people say it's sort of trendy and funky and what have you, but it's not really. It's just a room with no windows. It's a bit like going to Vegas or something. <laughs> um, but it, it uh, for breakfast, because nobody really... I don't know, it's not that popular. People always want to go to Chef Mickey's. Um, yeah. Or the other uh, cheaper place to eat. I forget the name of it now. Um, but no, the wave is sort of... It's reasonable prices and they have a buffet in the mornings and you can get go in there and have you know a really good meal and it's, it's pretty quiet on the whole you never need an ADR so well and now that there's no Sizzler on iDrive then you know people shut have to find the front it. door really? Yeah. oh did you not know? oh yeah I, I think they I think they went about a year or two ago Oh. Um, somebody tipped me off to it, and I was like, "No, it can't be, surely." But last time I checked, if I get if I get a chance to multitask tonight, which I probably won't, because I'm a bloke. But um, if I do, I'll have a look. But um, I, I know certainly the last time I checked that uh, both locations are closed. That was the first restaurant I ever ate in in America. I think that's probably the same for my wife. Um, I think that was that was where if it wasn't where she first went, mm. then it, it was one of the first places she went because she remembers having ice cream for breakfast. Yeah, thinking that sounds was like it. Yeah, and um, and we went there when we stayed on uh, the first time we went. We, we was on iDrive for two weeks, and uh, we ate at Sislar most days, and we had a breakfast included in the hotel. Mm-hmm. But it's just like a you know a basic buffet breakfast. We'd rather pay like the three or four dollars and actually get the uh, the sizzler mm. because it was just uh, something else. They probably used to shoehorn all the British tourists in there during back in the day. Probably, it's probably how it works. Probably how it works. I do remember the first time we went there as well that they had um, a little man outside the front selling tickets to the parks, mm. which obviously they don't they don't have anyone on iDrive anymore. I don't think of the way that they now do they now sell tickets but um, yeah I certainly remember that anyway yeah the other the other place was I think you were trying to think of there Paul was the Contempo Calf which is the counter service place oh yeah yeah that's not bad but, but in the morning it's a bit a bit rushed a bit loud it's usually quite a few queues there as well now, I mean, obviously, we've, we've said about the location being, you know, perfect, really. It's as close as you can damn well get to the park without being in the park, unless you opt for one of those really expensive um, packages they do where you can spend the night in the castle for, like, 50 grand or whatever it costs. I can't remember now. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's quite an expensive resort to stay in as well. Yeah, it is, dear. I mean, you know... I know your experience wasn't particularly great, but you know you, you've said a few of these, a few different results. We all have, um, except me. But um, you know, would you say that it's worth the the extra money because of where it is, or would you say that it, it's probably not? Well, I, I like to resort hop, so I'll have a day here, day there, and I think I think the day we went to the contemporary was a day that we had 
uh, down as the Magic Kingdom. I think we, I think we were doing Mickey's Not So Scary that night. Yes. Um, and because you can walk to the park and back, I think it is worth it. And, it, and I'm being a bit pernickety with the dust. I mean, it didn't really affect our holiday. No, no. But at the same time, you would you would yeah. expect. You know, I mean, most people's things. I was I was speaking to somebody. Ah, who was it? It was um, it was one of our listeners, I'm sure, actually. Um, and and we was discussing the fact that. You know, to me, uh, this was about Disneyland Paris, actually, but the fact that, you know, I'd much rather stay in Santa Fe if it meant that, you know, the money I saved staying at, like, the New York or something, um, I was going to spend in the parks or, or have better meals out or something. Mm. Because, to me, I just want the room to be clean um, and I'm only going to be sleeping in there. But for other people, that can be, like, a massive thing. Yeah, but that it's not just the cleanliness about it. I mean, Chris, that, that, that dust is actually like spent pixie dust I don't know if you uh, realise that I mean oh. you actually pay extra for that of course yeah oh. it's just <laughs> it, it, it's all starting to make sense now isn't it yeah <laughs> so so that's the contemporary uh, and the next one we've got on the list tonight is the beach club villas yeah no I haven't stayed in any other villa well actually that's not true but I haven't stayed in the beach club villas no, it seems to be a bit more of an odd one. Um, they look good, though. <laughs> is, this, is this another? This is this another part of the um, vacation club? Yeah. 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 They are located right close to that um, second gateway to Epcot. Yeah. Okay. Really okay. close. So I mean, we talked about beach club, didn't we? And you know, all the advantages of being so close to Epcot, right by the boardwalk, pretty close to the studios. You can take the little friendships to the studios. So you get, I guess you get all those benefits, plus you've got the benefits of the DVC property uh, in terms of a bit more space. It's not just a hotel room. It does say, this is an interesting statistic about it. It says, the resort is about five minutes walking distance from Epcot and roughly 15 minutes walking distance to Disney's Hollywood studio. Mm. Now, the only time I've ever seen anyone walk 15 minutes on property <laughs> is to go from one land to another, not to a park. <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought people got buses everywhere. I've walked it. Yeah, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's not far. And you got, it's, it's, all, it's a footpath, isn't it, Chris? Beside yeah, where the boats go. It's a nice yeah. little walk. Yeah, we've done it as well. Don't get me wrong, I'm all for it. I mean, uh, you know, so, I, that was another thing I was saying the other day, actually, about the, the Santa Fe was that I actually thought it was quite a nice walk. It's about a 15, 20 minute walk to the park, but I quite like it because of, I like the, the landscaping as you go around everything. But, um, yeah, you just don't, don't hear too much. I think because the, the there's so many different ways of getting to parts and stuff. I always think about people just hopping on buses rather than walking in America. But uh... Funny story. I, I did my first ever run Disney run, and it ended uh, in the studios. And coming out of the studios, I was completely knackered. And all the buses had queues, and oh, there was, there was nothing there at all. So we were staying at the boardwalk for a night. So I ended up doing this half marathon run and then walking down that path <laughs> back to the uh, back to the resort. And they didn't give you an extra medal for that? 
No, I should have. I should have got a, another medal for that. Yeah, see, so when I did my run, it we actually ran along that path. Oh, did you? From yeah, from Hollywood Studios down to to Epcot. Blimey, that'd be a nice run. Yeah, it, it was the last couple of miles, so it was it wasn't the nicest of runs. It's quite narrow as well in places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can only get two ECVs abreast, don't it? Um, let's have a look so the fillers there's three different size fillers ooh apparently Um, there are studios that sleep four uh, one bedroom villas that sleep four and two bedroom villas that sleep eight Mm. yeah um, sorry Paul I was just going to say none of the bigger grand villas then that you get on some of the some of the resorts it doesn't look like Oh, hang on, no, it says vacation homes, sorry. Right. So that must be uh, where people have actually bought property. Because that's the other thing with DVC, can't you actually buy your own place? Yeah, I think it costs a bit more money, doesn't it? Well, I hope so. We'll all be doing it. As in you can fix your weeks every year or something? Yes, yeah, more more like a time proper time shaping. Yeah. But the people in this resort are a bit jammy because they get their pool, which only they can use, but they also get to use the um, the big pool at the beach club and the yacht club. Mm. Oh. What's it called again? Um, Storm, Storm Along, Along Bay. Bay. Storm Along Bay, yeah. Hmm. Well, we've already talked about the location before. We've discussed uh, the yacht club, um, sorry, the, uh, the beach club before. So, I mean, that's definitely got to go in its in its favour, I think. Yeah. And always, uh, beaches and cream always comes into the equation. Yes. Definitely. Did you see they're doing adult, um, uh, like, milkshakes and floats now? Yeah. Hmm. Adult milkshakes and floats, Chris. I thought the stuff they had was already pretty adult. <laughs> There's enough sugar in there to kill an elephant. <laughs> And I know I've tried. <laughs> no, no elephants were actually harmed in the making of this program. That's that's what they think. Anyway, <laughs> um, so the next the next one up is um, the villas at the Grand Floridian. I've not stayed, but I've been in one. Well, these are quite new, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when when will they finish? Uh, 20, 2013. Mm. So they are very very new. They are lovely. If they had yeah. any dust in them. No, <laughs> it was reduced. immaculately clean. The one I went in. <laughs> um, so how did you stay there for long? Just an overnighter or? Oh, some friends of ours had it. We um, sort of visited them. I was a bit nosy, really, wanted to see what it was like. But um, understandably, yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. It's lovely. They are the lobby's beautiful. It's sort of Mary Poppins themed. Um, it's got the penguins in the fountain. <laughs> Great big chandeliers from the ceiling, um, and then the rooms just really, really. They're not like old-fashioned stuff Victorian like Grand Floridian. They're sort of a little bit more modern. Than that. They're sort of this, um, blue, green, it's lovely. 
so so would you would you say in that case then that um, it's it's like because I mean when we talked about the ground fluidity before we talked about the fact that it wasn't very uh, it was a bit snobby yeah a little bit looked down uh, your nose at people so would you say that this doesn't seem to because of the, the nature of it doesn't seem to have that same kind of um, aura around it well, the, the DVC people, the, there aren't many people there, to be honest with you. There's, there's one woman that sits at the entrance. Yeah. There's one bloke that sort of stands outside, and that's it. And, it, and is that a person with bloke the No, no. <laughs> the bloke out the front is there to keep her out of the resort, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, so there's only those two, and um, they're always very sort of like... Um, you know, welcome home sort of attitude. Right. It's not stuffy, but then there's not many people there to make it stuffy. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. There's no restaurants or, you know, they don't have, they don't have their own pool or anything. But is that over towards the wedding pavilion? Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's right opposite the spa and then it's next to the wedding pavilion. Right. It's sort of, I suppose it was built in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honest. <laughs> it's got to be, you know, you know, everything was something sometime. But again, talking about walking trails, there is a walking trail behind it that connects to the poly. So, like us, we we met there and then we walked to Trader Sam's. Okay. So that's that's a benefit. But then I suppose anybody just down there. just any excuse to get to Trader Sam's, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, if you can, because I mean the thing is. I like, I like the idea of the Grand Floridian. I, I, I liked seeing the Grand Floridian, but I definitely felt I couldn't stay there. But I think this might be, a, you know, the kind of common ground if I could get somewhere here, because then you're, you're there, and the rooms are obviously, you know, really nice, and mm. you know, they, everything looks beautiful. But you don't have to interact with the, uh, the snobs. No. And the uh, Grand Floridian didn't get through on our round number two so no and i mean because this is a much smaller are we, what we're going to do with this one is it going to be is it going to be two go through or is it going to be four go through uh, i think two yeah okay yeah. so it's, it's got a 50 50. yeah 50 50 again okay okay fair enough um then do you want you know we've already talked about the grand flow before was there anything else that people wanted to talk about with regards to it uh, as as Chris said, I I quite like. I'd seen pictures of the fountain, and it's very ornate in in a way that I don't think the Grand Floridian is at times. Yeah, I think, sorry, I thought you were longer than I took a sip of drink. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I think it's got all the benefits that you get from the Grand Floridian in terms of the location. Plus, you get access to all the restaurants at the Grand Floridian. And all the recreational stuff, you know, like the boating and, um, you know, pools and everything else. Yeah. So it is a, it is a good one. I mean, it, they actually do have a three-bedroom grand villa as well as the two-bedroom, mm. the one-bedroom and the studio. And uh, I, I don't know how much it costs for two weeks in a three-bedroom grand villa, but um, if anybody would like us to go and research that, <laughs> um, we are definitely up for it. Yes, and if people don't want to pay for us to, to do it, but are interested in doing it themselves, 
there is somebody they can speak to. Who's that? I believe that's our friend Wendy. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Magical journeys. <laughs> Smooth. Seamless, seamless. You know, I, I um, listened to a show the other week. I, I, my wife doesn't actually listen to the podcast because she hears enough of me as it is. Um, and I got her to hear an episode back recently. And she said, Plum, uh, just these adverts, do you have to kind of put them in like that? You kind of stop the, the conversation. I said, yeah, but do you not see how smooth I transition it? She's like, <laughs> no. I was like, okay, maybe it's not for you. But, yeah. uh, you know, if you do want to go and speak to Wendy, she'll be more than happy to help. And, uh, you know, I don't know if she's got a preferred um, place uh, to recommend. Um, she, she might well do. Uh, but, of course, if you have heard what we've said tonight about the, the contemporary or the ground flow or, or the beach club and thought that's where I want to stay um, then I'm sure that she can help you out and if you mention Disaster Dark you get a bit of a uh, discount on your deposit as well so uh, that's Magical Journeys Contact Wendy Nick I've done the maths <gasps> since you asked I've done the maths go on I get 100 points a year for our DBC right if I wanted to stay for one week in a three-bedroom grand villa at the Villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort, I would have to save up 14 years' worth of points for one week. For one week? For one week. Chopping mm. egg. <laughs> I think you may need more points. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a studio at Old Key West there. Yeah, or or for my hundred points, I could have one night in the low season from Sunday to Thursday. Actually, no, I lie. It's one hundred and twelve points. So I still couldn't afford one night at the low season. <laughs> wow, that's 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 pretty bad. That's pretty bad. It's the one percenters they keep going on. Well, Derek Bergen keeps going on about. Yeah, well, that's Derek for you, isn't it? <laughs> you need to get a few other DBCs to chip in, I think, there, Chris. Yeah. It might it still is. happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, so that's so that's that. So where have we got now? Uh, we've just got our last one, which is um, Disney's Old Key West Resort, which is um, not one that we've talked about at all. Yeah. Bring up the question. In, in, in any, yeah, he's been gagging for this, haven't you, Paul? Yeah. So, the question, <laughs> the, question, the question is, does anybody know where the Sizzler is now? Because I'm actually looking at their <laughs> web and uh, Who cares about a pig in Sizzler? <gasps> <laughs> oh my god, what's this? Um, has anybody stayed at that resort? No. Yes, I have. <laughs> Now you can say that with some confidence. Me, 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 me. <laughs> so, so with that in mind, um, been there often? Been there three times. And I'll tell you what the main reason is. Um, you know, because uh, when they when they introduced free dining, yeah. um, well, originally you could get free dining for value resorts, moderates, and obviously deluxes. But then as they started to tighten it up, if you wanted the full free dining plan, you had to at least go up to, uh, it was kind of halfway house really, it was, like it's, it was, it was the, 
the DVC properties really. The moderates were quick service, the value results you didn't get anything. So the, the, the entry level for free dining, the full free dining, was Saratoga Springs and Old Key West. So that's why we, we went there originally. Right. Um, and we've, we've been back, you know, two other times since then. Um, and and, and I, I really do like it. I mean, you know, obviously I haven't stayed in a lot of the deluxe, I haven't stayed in any of the deluxe resorts and only one other moderate resort, but um, really like Old Key West. I think it's got a nice feel about it. I think it was the first DVC resort yeah. at Walt Disney yeah. World. Um, it's got it's got like a like a dock, um, so the the pool is near there, and it's a little cent center. There's a restaurant, Olivia's. Um, yeah, what's that restaurant like? It's it's not bad actually. I mean, if you read the reviews, they're they're pretty meh. You know, they're not they're not terrible, but they're not fantastic. Um, but because we were at the resort, we did we did eat there. And it's pretty good. I mean, I think the service is really good. They, they try pretty hard because it is, you know, it's relatively quiet. Um, but quite a lot of Disney people, Disney employees seem to eat there. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's fairly basic fare. I think we had, we had burgers and, you know, sort of fairly standard things, but it was good. Um, so, yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice resort. There's a little quick service place. Uh, it doesn't have a food court or anything like that. Um, but there's quite a lot of leisure activities. You've got tennis courts, volleyball courts. Um, there is actually a golf course that runs right through the resort, Lake Buena Vista course, if you like golf. Um, and then you can actually take a little boat from Old Key West to downtown Disney, which is quite a nice little touch, as well as the buses to the parks. Uh, so we, we, we really like it. We stayed in a studio the first time we went yeah, there. I was going to say about, about Disney Springs. Mm. And one of the advantages of the studios at Old Key West is that you actually get two queen-size beds, whereas I think the studios in most of the other DVC properties, it's a queen-size bed and then a pull-out sofa. Mm. Um, you get a small kitchen area, which has got a fridge, microwave, you get some plates and crockery and cutlery. Um, you got a little balcony kind of breakfast with a table and chairs uh, although the views are quite variable some of them are just looking on the jungle and some of them are looking over the golf courses or um, you know um, sort of ponds and things like that um, how, how many rooms look over the golf course do you know no no I don't know no I mean the, the course runs the, the course runs right through there's quite a few the, the second time we went we got a free upgrade to a one bedroom villa and that was overlooking the golf course, and that was that was nice. Now, um, from what I understand, Disney's Old Key West, certainly from what I've I've noticed during this competition thus far at least, is that it's the only resort that I've certainly taken note of that's actually gone for a name change. Old Key West. So it used to be, um, it used to be called Disney's Vacation Club Resort. Oh, right. Okay. So it only opened up um, on the 20, so December 20th, 1991, and it, it was until January 1996 that it was called Disney's Vacation Club Resort. Is that when they started opening up others, so they had to they had to give it its own name? I, I don't know, but it would make sense. Um, 
I mean, it could just be really the fact that, yeah, I think it must be because um, it was the first DVC. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, obviously, it's you know, whether it was at that point they had opened up new ones or they knew that they were going to. Yeah. Because it had been a, a success. Yeah. So uh, that's when it changed. Yeah. It's a pretty central location as well. I mean, it's it's not too far from downtown Disney or Typhoon Lagoon. Um, it's not that far from uh, the studios. Um, so it's, it's fairly centrally located. Uh, pretty easy to get to. So certainly, certainly one that that we've enjoyed staying in. Would you? I mean, you say that few. Would you say? I know it's obviously the one you say that probably the, the most of, of late at least. But would you say that's now your favourite of the results you've stayed in? Yeah, of of the ones we've stayed in, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I, like I say, it does have a, quite a nice feel to it. I think it's it's a cross between a hotel and I don't know. It, it isn't. Um, it, it's got quite a sort of intimate feel about it, but it's still got a bit going on. Yeah. Um, you know, they have things like movie nights, um, and I know that some of the deluxe resorts have that as well. Where you have like a movie, um, like the Beach Club, I think has a movie on the beach uh, where they project on a big screen. Mm. Um, Oki West does something similar near the pool. Um, and it's got like a games room and a gym, uh, all small but but you know perfectly functional. Yeah. Aren't they the the biggest villas on the site? Yeah, I I think they may be. I think the studio certainly. Uh, the only one thing I would say about the one bed villa that I found a bit odd is it only has one bathroom, which I think is a bit strange, and it's and it's adjacent to the master bedroom, so. Um, you've got the capacity to sleep, uh, I can't remember, I think it's six, six or seven, uh, but you've only got one bedroom, which is, uh, sorry, one bathroom, which is a bit odd. You don't even have a cloakroom. Um, so that's, that's the only thing that's a bit strange. I don't know if that's the same as the other DVC properties or whether they, they added extra bathrooms or, or cloakrooms. I, th- I think there are changes by different, um, DVC resorts, but just to give you an indication here, uh, a three-bedroom grand villa in the the off season is three hundred and forty-nine points for the week. So Disney right. does obviously want you to stay. Um, mm. You know they're making it more, what's the word, um, attractive to stay yeah. in places like Old Key West. Yeah, I think it's a great option. I mean, if you you know if you want free dining, if you're interested in that, or you want to go up to something like a moderate, you don't want to pay as much as a deluxe. I think it's a fantastic option. Well, a grand villa supposedly sleeps twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're talking three hundred-ish points a week, mm. I mean that's a very very cheap option. You could have a very good holiday there for that. Well, I was gonna, yeah. that's what I was going to ask you actually with your points, whether or not that's like uh, like per person or that's just the the accommodation itself just the accommodation so yeah. so yeah so in that case then that that would be very good because yeah if you could get 12 people in there mm-hmm. you know it's a good way of spreading the cost yeah That's yeah fine. i mean it's it's worth um i'll give a free plug to tourandplans.com and the unofficial guide 
it, and this, I guess this applies to any resort, not just OK West, but um, the front end of OK West is is adjacent to quite a busy road. So it's, it's, it's better not to be um, along there if you don't like a little bit of traffic noise. But if you... Um, if you, if you read the unofficial guide, it, it helps you try and understand which rooms are the better rooms, whether you want quiet or a view or whatever. But if you actually go on touringplans.com, you can see photographs of every single room, the view from every single room in every Disney resort. So you can actually choose um, you know, the room that you want. And if you're a subscriber to Tour and Plans, they will actually contact the resort for you and request the room uh, that you want and they've got something like a 75% success rate getting the room that, that you want. Obviously yeah. it's not guaranteed. Yeah, I, I was actually looking the other day at the same thing and it seems like if they can't get you the room that you want there's a likelihood that you'll end up being upgraded because of it. Mm -hmm. Wow. If you do it through touring plans. Yeah. I, I, I think I heard somewhere that Len he, he um, faxes them. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes he has to ring them if the fax machine has run out of paper or something. That's right. I, yeah. A lot of the photographs, I mean, we actually uploaded the photograph from our, the view from our room onto Touring Plan. So, um, you know, a lot of, some of the photographs are taken by, I think initially they went around and took the photographs that they could get, but subsequently, you know, um, subscribers have been adding photographs, you know, better photographs. Does Len uh, live in 1984? Uh, no, but Disney does. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Len Testa, isn't, isn't he a co-host in another podcast? Or Tenuous Link? No. I heard a rumour. Doesn't he co-host WDW Today, the longest-running Disney podcast? At over 15,000 episodes? Your facts about this podcast are very good for someone that's not reading any blurb in front of them. <laughs> yeah, it was just totally spontaneous, you know. Is that the is that the same podcast that features Off Kilter, formerly of Epcot? As a house band, yeah, I think it is. And not played on CD, like Greg keeps saying that they do. Not at all. Not at all. And, um, you know, if you want to subscribe to them, um, you know, you can find them on iTunes or go to www.today.com. Um, recently, the whole program has been revamped, taken over by a new crew. You've got Logan, uh, Terry and Will, and of course, Len Testa. And uh, give them a try. Can and I also... one day, they might even put out that Dick Van Dyke special I keep going on about. Cool, blimey, that'd be good. <laughs> cool, blimey, governor. <laughs> Can I also plug his other new podcast as well? Why would you want to plug Logan's other new podcast? Well, you, you know, it's this really good-sounding, nice-looking English bloke that's on it. No, 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 I think you're confused because Scotty Too Hotty from the <laughs> WWE wrestler is definitely not English. <laughs> but please, please do, because some of our listeners may not yet realise what we were going on about here. So please plug, plug, plug away. Plug, plug away. Well, Logan's new podcast is called Scare Zone. And I think we're looking at a fortnightly, maybe a monthly show. Okay. Um, it's Logan, as you said, yeah. Scott Duhotty, former yeah. WWE wrestler, and myself. I do feel like the James May of the group, I'll be honest with you. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Don't ever say that. You're much better than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen his latest TV show? Yeah, I was James May? Yeah. No. no. He literally takes apart things like a lawnmower for an hour and then puts them back together again. And that's TV? That's yeah, he, gets, it, he gets paid for that? It's on BBC4. I'm not joking you. If he gets paid for that, why don't we get paid for this? Exactly. Uh, this there's no justice. Uh, well, look, we need to go and speak to our, our boss, Mr. Boniface, about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a conversation for another time. Yeah, I want to raise. <laughs> the only raise we're going to get out of him is some self-raising flour. I think. Yeah. Bless. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so so there you go. So that's that's the new podcast. I'm trying to move the mouse over onto my iPad from my computer. That's a bit stupid, isn't it? <laughs> this is what happens when you work with two monitors all the time. You're like, why is it why why is it not going over there? That's why. <laughs> um, but yes. So if you like Halloween Horror Nights, and by God, who doesn't? I mean, you're a little bit of an expert on that, Chris, as we might have mentioned before, because of your book. Wow. That's, that sounds like the, another, another invitation for a plug. Oh. I think we'd be watch, plugging ourselves, watch, though. Watch where you stand, boys. There seems to be a lot of plugs on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the book. There, there is a new edition coming out soon. Oh. Yeah. I've, I've finished it. I've given it to the publisher. And when he is finished with it, I don't know, but he said probably July time. Oh, just in time for Halloween. Yeah. Because I've actually, I, I started reading the book after you kindly provided me with a copy. Um, and because I've not been commuting much, I've not I've not gone any further. However, um, I am going on jury service. <laughs> so guess what's going to be my uh, companion of choice? Oh. Because apparently I'm going to be sitting around for an awful long time. When are you You're doing... Not, not uh... OG again, is it? Yes. Yeah. I just finished that actually today. That was oh, good, wasn't it? I, well. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. What, the verdict? The verdict. Couldn't believe it. Didn't see it coming. <laughs> see it coming. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it actually. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was it. great. Um, well, I, this, that's where we'll end this week's talk for results. But um, as we've got a little bit of time left over, um, we shouldn't talk too much about the OJ Simpson program it was on. <laughs> it's bloody good, but it's not really Disney. However,. Um, I believe there are three people on this podcast at this very moment that have gone to see a Disney film, which is something we don't often get to do. Well, we did it's it true. for Star Wars, I think, actually, but that's, yeah. you, know, that's you know, the same. Um, but, um, Mr. D? Yep, um, Mr. went to see Jungle Book yeah. on Friday. You went on Friday? Okay. Yep. And Mr. Ripley, you went to see Jungle Book? I did. I... I... I wasn't going to go, I was sort of on the fence, and then I was recording with Logan, and he said that, he, he sat down with his kid to watch, uh, to watch the film, and uh, they was having popcorn and blah 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 blah, and then you know the scene, I won't ruin it, but the scene with the long grass towards the beginning, Paul? Mm-hmm. Uh, his son wanted something, so Logan turned to, I don't know, whatever he was doing, and then he turned back, he was watching it in 3D, and it was when Shere Khan jumps at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> he said there was popcorn and Coca-Cola everywhere. <laughs> because, uh, Miss Washington, you've not seen it, have you? No, you're too busy talking to the coach. Um, I've not seen it. Not- 
Okay. <laughs> um, and that, to be fair, uh, although I said three people, actually, technically, I haven't seen it. I say technically because I haven't seen it. However, my wife took our children to see it the other day while I was away. Um, so I know her thoughts on the film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of get to those. But um, obviously, you guys have, have, have kind, of, kind of discussed your views uh, before, but just wanted to, you know, have you on, hear your takes on it as well, because I will, go, I will go and see it. I just haven't had time as yet to go and see it. Yeah, we did. Both Chris and I posted articles on the blog. Yes, you did. So does after that dot blogspot dot co dot uk. Might as well plug ourselves. Why not? Anything um, else? And Chris <laughs> made some really interesting observations actually, and it's got. A, He's got a great theory there about um, some of the little, I guess, the little sort of Disney attention to detail and kind of, I don't know, nuances that that is part of the reason why I really like uh, what Disney does. Hmm. Did, you, did, did anyone see it in 3D or did you both see it in 2D? I couldn't, couldn't see it in 3D. The times just didn't line up for what we wanted to do that night. Yes. So yeah, we, you... we, saw it, we saw it in 3D. Okay, uh, what did you think of it in 3D? Uh, yeah, I thought it was good in 3D, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I find 3D a bit gimmicky from time to time, but I thought it was good for Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. See, I, I was having this discussion with um, with Mark last week, and um, yeah, I love 3D, but I don't like gimmicky 3D. Mm. I, think if, I think gimmicky 3D is great when you're watching uh, Filler Magic or The Muppets, Muppet Vision 3D. Um, when you're watching a theme park attraction for 10-15 minutes, I see nothing wrong than yeah. a gimmick like that. But waka waka, exactly. But watching a like a, a proper full-length film, I don't need things sticking out in my face all the time. I'm more about the depth of the film and stuff like that. It's okay to have like the odd thing jump out at you. I mean, the thing you said about Sheer Khan sounds a little bit like Life of Pi. There's a similar scene in that with a tiger. Mm. Funny enough. Um, where it kind of leaps towards you, it's a, it's a great effect. But um, have you actually looked into how they made the Jungle Book? No, no idea. Fascinating. Is it all CG, I assume? Or? Pretty, pretty much. Really? Yeah, it's pretty wow. much all green screen. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, no... Yeah, it was all, all filmed in LA. Yeah, there was, there was, was no, no outdoor shoots, no jungle shoots or anything like that. All, as Paul said, all filmed in LA. Wow. Yeah. And that's it. I think that's what's so impressive about it is the fact that, you know, everyone... I don't know anyone so far that's seen it. I mean, my, my friend missed me today and said, have you seen it yet? I want to talk to you about the film. Um, that hasn't really enjoyed it. I mean, you know, obviously enjoyment levels vary to, you know, completely loved it to, you know, really enjoyed it. But I've not had any kind of negative reviews, but everyone's picked up on how great it looks and not how it's been done. And it's amazing to think that that's how they filmed Star Wars. Uh, sorry, that's how they filmed episodes one to three of Star Wars. You know, in a, in a similar kind of way. And those films look and feel quite fake. Yeah. yeah. Whilst people don't seem, you know, people are quite shocked at the fact that they've done Jungle Book in the way that they have. It's, so. it's definitely the best of these new uh, live-action versions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and the sequel's already been greenlit. You're joking. Yeah. No, it was no. actually greenlit before the first one hit the screens. Yeah. Mm. I think the announcement came like the day before it hit or something. It, it got released. 
so it has been green lit um, funny enough actually uh, um, my daughter because um, that was the other thing as well because I'd heard it was quite scary and, it is a bit yeah um, my kids are just coming up to three and uh, one and a half and um, which is why they didn't see it in 3D and um, she she said that neither of them were scared by it at all maybe because oh. they were that young I don't know but yeah. um, you know, at, at the moment my, my daughter especially has really got a thing for animals we took them to the zoo last week and she's been carrying around a toy giraffe ever since uh, and even took her to the jungle book funny enough and um, yeah they, they both really enjoyed it but because she knows the she's seen the original cartoon a few times and I was flicking through um, Now TV and they had Jungle Book 2 so because she saw Blue she went oh Jungle Book put it on and I put it on and it was Jungle Book 2 and she wasn't very impressed with it but I believe that um, Rudyard Kipling wrote more than one story about Mowgli yeah I think so so I mean you know hopefully that's the route they're going down rather than coming up with their own story which yeah. is that, that was the conversation I was having because they've obviously talked a lot of talk about this new Mary Poppins film which may or may not happen and the fact that that was going to be a sequel and yeah. uh, my friend said oh it's going to be rubbish isn't it a sequel why are they making a sequel to Mary Poppins and I said well because there was like about six or seven books yeah. and he was well, quite surprised yeah. because it, because obviously they just made the first one and they never they weren't allowed to uh, they didn't have the permission to make any of the others um, he just thought it was going to be a made up story he didn't realise there was like, further adventures off so um, yeah but I mean the, sta- the stage musical is very different to the film as well because that takes into account a few of few of the books yes yeah I heard that I heard that which is quite a weird thing because obviously they, they were definitely trying to base it around the film as much yeah. as they could but the story was different have you seen Saving Mr. Banks? Yeah. 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 I liked, I really liked that film. I, I thought they were quite brave actually to, to tackle it because they didn't shy on the fact that she hated him. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I did expect when it was first announced something like that and I, I was a little bit aware of the story, the real life story, that um, it was going to be a bit Disney-fied. Mm. And yeah. they might have played it down a bit, but they didn't really. I mean, her reactions were probably a bit stronger in real life, let's be honest. But overall, I think they were quite good in not covering it up too much. Yeah. You know, so that was good. Yeah, I, I actually thought it was a, a good film, actually. I, I've only seen it once, but um, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely watch it again if it was on TV or I get around to buying a Blu ray or something. I like the bit where she goes, there is no such word as responsible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her reactions to the song are fantastic, I think. Yeah. yeah. The, the sheer dread that they put music in the film was, uh, was no, Absolutely time. no animation. <laughs> yeah. Speaking, speaking of um, Disney films and everything like that, as we finished a bit early, um, does anyone have Netflix? Yes. Yes. Now, because I mean, if not, I'll, I'll, I'll do what the world does, just give you my details, because that seems to be how everyone has a Netflix account, it's someone else's. Um, but um, there's a, they're losing a few Disney films, actually. Um, Toy Story is coming off on the 2nd of May, the Toy Story films. I only know that because uh, I've had to sit through the trilogy again this weekend. 
and uh, I saw the little message at the bottom of the screen saying it was coming off soon. Um, but they have just added a new film, which is a life. Sorry, Walk Before Mickey. Yeah, starring oh. Thomas and Nicholas. That's correct. Yeah. American Pie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ah. Mm. Yeah, he plays Walt. There's a few other names in there, um, which I can't remember who they are. <laughs> kind of um, D-list celebrities, I'd say. Because he's not exactly a starring role actor, is he? I mean, no. other than the American Pie films, I know he's done a couple of other films, but he's not really, um, he's not really done much. Yeah, he's American done more with his, his music career than he has with acting. Yes. Wasn't this on Kickstarter ages ago? Oh, could have been. I believe so. I think, yeah, I think it was actually, because obviously, we, you know, Logan uh, did his own uh, film a few years ago. Of a similar subject, um, and uh, yeah, this was I know was a kind of rival one because he, he did talk about it at the time, but um, yeah, it's it's just been released on Netflix. I think it came it came on a couple of weeks ago, um, but I haven't watched it yet. I'm kind of a bit worried about it. I'm just not too I'm not too sure. Don't yeah. Know. Does yeah. Netflix have that other film that was filmed covertly in, in Epcot? Uh, it did have it. Uh, what was it called? Escape from Tomorrow, was it? That's the one. Yeah. It was definitely on American Netflix, which sounds a little bit like a Lenny Kravitz song, actually. <laughs> or the Guess Who. Um, but I don't know if it ever made it on UK Netflix. And again, I mean, it's terrible, isn't it? The whole thing with Netflix is you pay a monthly fee and you watch whatever you want to watch. And his films on there, you're not being charged to watch them. They're part of your subscription. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even know if I want to watch that film for free. <laughs> I'm not going to lose any money by watching it. I do, re- I do recommend Pee Wee's Big Holiday, though. Yeah, a lot of people said about that. Yeah, I like Pee Wee Home. That was, that was quite an interesting watch. But, um, yeah, that, that Escape from Tomorrow one just looks a bit weird. I mean, I love the concept of it. I did like the idea of it, but... Everyone that I know had actually gotten around to watching it was like, yeah, it was just too, it was just too off the wall. Like the story mm. was all over the place, and you know, if you, if the only gimmick really is the fact that they filmed it like they did, that's probably the only bit that's a bit curious is how they they filmed it. Yeah. Um, and otherwise, uh, that's it. But uh, maybe Walt's frozen head will be on there soon. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. It is a film I can't wait for. That'll definitely be watching on Netflix. You're a producer of it, aren't you? Or? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a silent Foley artist, if I get uh, my way. That's it. Silent Foley artist. So I've been practicing my, my Foley work. <laughs> my silent Foley work, obviously. And, and uh, Mr. Disney's Frost stylist. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't wait to see the finished article. That. In fact, we might have to contact uh, Benjamin about that. And, um, yeah. And see, there was an update on it recently. They were, they were filming uh-huh. a few, um, a few extra bits, weren't they? Yeah. But I yeah. didn't make it down. I don't think it's due out until next year. Is that 2017? I think it was 2017. Yeah. 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 No, it yeah. wasn't this year. That no, wasn't yeah. this year. But uh, yeah. Totally non-Disney related, but a plug. Since we're a British podcast, plug for a British hero. I did go and see Eddie the Eagle today. Have any of you guys seen that? Oh, no, I really no, want to cool. see that. It's amazing. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I mean the story really—it's a bit—it's a bit cool. Runnings, isn't it? 
Yeah, well, actually, the same Olympics. Yeah, same Olympics, yeah. and they make a reference to the Jamaican bobsleigh team in the movie. There's oh, a little, awesome! A little nod to it. Nice. But no, it's a it's a cracking movie. It's really good. Best movie I've seen this year. Wow. But Paul, if I can just correct you for a moment, we're not yeah. just a British podcast. We're not just no. number one downloaded British Disney. Podcast. Are we? We're also number one in Europe. Yes. <laughs> How about that? That's awesome. Yeah, and if that's awesome. not true, take us on. Yeah. Take us on. <laughs> Just because Catherine hasn't listened to this podcast yet, it's not. That's not mean we're not as important as other Disney podcasts. This is true. That will come. She'll learn. She'll learn always. <laughs> um, right. Well, I think that's that's pretty much us for this week. Actually, it's mm-hmm. been a bit of an odd yep. one because of. Um, only having the four result, results, but I hope it's been enjoyable. Um, so, voting will be open when? Uh, now. Late. Now? Oh, oh, now. What about so that, eh? by the time okay. By the time you get to listen to this, which will probably be around Monday, then uh, we'll be good to go with the voting. So, just to go through those again for you, they are Disney's Contemporary Results, Disney's Beach Club Villas, the Villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, and Disney's Old Key West Resort Yeehaw. So, well, I know where Mr. D's going for. No, it makes sense. <laughs> um, I, I think of those. Oh, do you want to quickly vote then? Yeah. 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 Let's let's do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Paul D's Old Key. Um, what about yourself, Chris? I'm gonna go with the Grand Flow. It's lovely. Okay, perfect. Mr. Washington? I think I'm going to go with Old Key West as well. Yes. I, just like that. I just like the position of it being so near to Disney Springs. <laughs> I think it gives... Yeah, I just I just think it it gives you a lot of options with restaurants and, and things like that. They're not just on property, but also within five, ten minutes of, of everything. Uh, Good choice. The thing is, like, I thought I was going to go contemporary. Really did, but the arguments for the villas at the Grand Flow and Old Key West have uh, been really good, really good. Um, you've almost swayed me, Mister D. So I think, I think I might go for Old Key West as well. Yeah. Hmm. Top man. Which I was very surprised about because I didn't, I didn't see that coming in. Well, there's some tough ones there. I mean, talk's a good talk, though. Talk's yeah. a good talk. Um, Teddy t- bear lady be crying into a <laughs> stolen pram. Oh, God. I don't <laughs> want to be stalked by the teddy bear lady. Liar. It's, it's, it's <laughs> a new horror film coming out next year. Um, which is interesting, because I, I thought that the contemporary would definitely be um, would get a few votes. And maybe it will, because yeah. obviously it's not just us. Yeah. Uh, we've done our votes, but um, it's up to you as well, dear listeners. So... Uh, please go to our website www.disafterdark.com um, emails at podcastdisafterdark.com but voting is only at our Facebook page isn't it Mr D? Yeah. 
It is. Which is? Uh, which is um, forward slash, dizzardart forward slash facebook.com and we're on Twitter as well. There you go. There yeah. you go. Tenuous segue. Tenuous segue. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't <laughs> think anybody noticed that I wasn't paying attention. No, no, no. No, no. It, yeah. it was seamless. In fact, yeah. you mentioned it. It's probably the only time anyone would have realised anything was up. Ooh. So, well played. Well played. No, you did good, good, good cover up. Good cover up. My dog can learn a few tricks from you when he goes to the toilet because... Uh, God knows what he thinks he's covering up, but he's certainly not where he's been. And on that note, uh, we will see you in a week's time. Um, have we got any? Are we revealing anything for the next show? No, uh, we've possibly got a guest. We've got a check. Yeah. They'll, they'll As probably, previous issues. They'll, they'll probably they'll probably hear the show and decide not to. But that's that's <laughs> another story for another day. Um, so in that case, we'll speak to you in a week's time. Great. Have a good week, guys. Good night. Take it easy. See ya.